This is game three. Did yeah. you guys see the t- the high ticket price for game two right behind the uh, right behind the home plate? No. Twenty two k. Twenty two k for one seat to a baseball game. Right behind home plate at at um. Can you even imagine? Yeah, in Boston. Can you even imagine having twenty two k to be just to just spend on a baseball game? I could do so much with twenty two k. Yeah. Yeah. I could take care of so many things. Damn right. I'd put it all on a game of two k, and then double it. And not a damn dime would go to charity. You play, who, if you had, if you had to put twenty two k down on one game of two k to double it, who are you picking to play? Larry King. He's got the money. <laughs> you pick, like who are you so confident you're gonna beat? Any, don't you anybody running through the dare. cabin? Anybody who's been through the cabin? <laughs> I'm a monster now. I'm actually a monster at Madden now. Oh, I don't know anything about Madden. Yo, I might pick myself. I'm so bad at games. Yeah, you're terrible. All right. You know what? But you know what he's not terrible at? Hitting the intro button of episode 37 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Go. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. With Ad Walsh Disney. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school has really paid off. Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. I'm a bunch of a-holes. Welcome in, everybody, to what is this? Episode 37 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Uh, red light is on. Red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with with us on 10 2018. That's October 26th, 2018. Getting close to Halloween. Getting close to Halloween. Sp- sp- eerily close. Ah, I like that. You were going to say spookily close, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, and I was like, spookily. Spookily. Not, I can't even push that into sounding Spook, like a good one. Spookily sounds like a lyric in one of the, like, the children's songs for Halloween. <laughs> you know? It's not actually scary. Oh, come little children, I'll take thee away. Do you see that this is the 25th anniversary? Hocus Pocus? Yeah. You're damn right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Focus. episode 37. And Sarah, how old do you think Sarah Jessica Parker was when she made that, when she was in that? Because she's by far... 26, 27? Mike? Uh, I'll look this up. Yeah, late you know, 20. I'm going to go 24. I'm going to go 29. 31. Oh, dude. Right? Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know who she's married to? No. Um. Yeah, you do, Walsh. No, I don't. Actually, I was trying Ferris to come up with a joke. Ferris Bueller, Matthew. Wait, Brogger. really? Yeah. No. Ah, uh, older Simba. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, uh, who who we be? <laughs> Get it? Yeah. 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 Uh, he be from all the way in Gilbert, Arizona. I'm at St. Bales. Yeah. Good yeah. evening. World's smartest idiot. And man to my left, B. Still smooth, Mr. PTL. And I, B, at Walsh Disney. Thank you. Welcome into episode 37. Here we go with our listener interactions. The You Are the Senseless segment that we like to do just to start off every show. Show the love and respect that we've got for the senseless community. The only one we've got uh, this week is a thank you, a shout out to everybody who voted on our polls on Instagram and Twitter for Nerd Corner and the the amount the multiple polls that we put up this week. Uh, we put one up for who you got in the World Series. The Red Sox won that by far. We will talk World Series a little bit later throughout the news. That's all we've got for you are the senseless, so let's go straight to random thoughts. Who wants to start off? If you've got a good one, let's save it for later. Bill, you got a good one? Yeah, let's get I like to get the the ones that are just you know nice and simple out of the way. You got no, one? But, uh, yes, but no. Okay, then I'll kick it off because that doesn't sound super. Inspiring. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say it. I don't have a good one this week. Okay, I, I've got one. If you had to, this is what I, I was thinking about middle names today, and this just came into my head. If you had to pick a middle name for your social media handle, what would it be? So, like, savvy. in the middle of St. Bales? Yeah. So, I like that. Still Savvy Smooth. That's that's really good. <laughs> I like this that, question. That came so quickly. Yeah. That was, like, right yeah, there. Yeah, I like this question. Twitter handle middle, or Instagram Twitter handle. handle middle name. Yeah. Or whatever handle it yeah. is. Social media middle names. Saint, Saint f- Bales. <laughs> Real creative. <laughs> it's definitely not as good as Savvy. That's fine. I, I'm not. It's not a competition. I'm just telling you what it would be. <laughs> I gotta pick my own GD middle name. Yeah, you do. I guess that's true. Uh, I was trying to stick with the theme of mine, so you know, Walsh Disney. So I went with, it's pretty long, but Walsh Fun in the Sun Disney. Uh, that, does, that sounds so Disney. Right? That's why I did it. Walsh if Walsh was a section of Disneyland, you know what he would be? He'd be Toontown. He'd be, he'd the, be, little, the, he'd be the little kid Toontown, and he'd be with the Dumbo rides. No, he'd be. No, he'd be the teacups with the pinky out. Yeah. Hey, I, you know, I used to have Edge. If we were, okay, so. Freaking nieces now and pick, nephews. Now let's pick, yeah, that's, you're a family guy. I Mike hate, and, Mike yeah. and I don't have little kids to care for. We're very selfish. Like, I know that that, yeah. You're grown beyond your years. I hadn't really thought of this until, honestly, you just said that. <laughs> but, like, 
fun in the sun. I'm like disappointed in myself now. Yeah, it used, to, just, it, it used to have been like, I don't know, dr- drink till you drop. Right before you said it, I was, I was like, oh, this is going to go poorly. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it used to would have been. And now it's like, I don't know. It's terrible. I want to make a call for Mike's part of Disneyland. I see you as Tower Terror guy. Straight horror films. Yeah, you would. Oh, like, yeah. One Flew yeah. of the Cuckoo's Nest yes. is like his fa- one some of his intense, favorites. Some intense. You're an intense guy. What does One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest have to do with Disneyland? I feel You're like flying. I feel like a Tower of Terror. It's like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's like kind of creepy and uh, thrillerish, startling. Off, dun, dun. Off, off topic. Off topic. Not Disney related. Have you guys seen ads for The Haunting of Hill House no. on Netflix? No, I've seen I've seen uh, I've seen it at the top of Netflix whenever I go in to watch it The Office. Is- I'm not watching that. I thought the Insidious series was the most wild thing I've ever seen. This, this, these ten episodes. I'm on episode nine now. Is the scariest thing I've ever seen. No wonder you can't sleep. Yeah, dude. That's the last thing you need. (laughs) You need more sleep, not less. (laughs) No, it's wild. Anyway, back to Disney Tower Terror. I would probably agree. Um, I was a big Thunder Mountain Railroad kid, though. Uh, the you few do have some cowboy boots. Yeah. You do have some cowboy boots. That's perfect for you down there in Gilbert. Yeah. In Gilbert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to tell you again. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> let's, let's move on. This is gonna take forever. Um, <laughs> slap dickery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, hold on. Time out. Hey, hey. You, we we can roast Walsh about being the teacups. Me about uh, Tower of Terror. At still smooth. What is your ride? No, here, Walsh. Let's he, figure this. Out. What is his ride? He's whatever part of the park Nike owns. <laughs> <laughs> Bikes. Is there a is there a Mulan ride at all? No. Oh, <laughs> no Mulan I see where you're going. I see where you're going. I mean, the closest thing uh, to Mulan, you know, a Mulan ride for, for Astil Smooth is like, it's a small world. Um, oh, God. Right. Yes. If he's, go. if, if he's, it's a small world part of Disney World, Disneyland, then I don't know if I can be his friend anymore. Yeesh. Mr. Worldwide, me and uh, Pitbull. St- stuck in your head all the time. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. I'll take it. Um, Smooth, your random thought. Yeah. Um, so in the spirit of Halloween, I went on my own little purge myself. Oh, purge. Um, I, I, w- I just saw my Instagram getting too cluttered uh, with just stuff I did not care about. Uh, I, and I made some hard cuts. I w- I w- <laughs> I, <laughs> Every morning when I wake up, I scroll through Instagram and see what the people I care about are doing. What they did yesterday. And I saw a lot of, I don't care about this, and you, and that one, and this subject. So I went on a huge purge. And I think I probably cut 20 to 25 people, and already my feed just feels Just out of your IG life? Yeah. Sorry. but Basically, uh, basically what he did was he did... Full last episode of Hard Knocks. 
See oh, ya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Night, night. You're, you're gonna, gone. You got to go see coach. Bring your playbook, huh? Yeah, bring yep. your playbook. Yep. Yeah. No. And it feels great. So I just wanted to ask you guys, when's the last time you deleted anybody from, like, maybe, it doesn't have to be social media, but maybe from your phone or anything. Like, made a cut, you know? Like, just I mean, one or purge style like you did? I, I don't know. It felt good to purge it. And I think it was long overdue, but maybe just a, a time when you just made a cut. I just recently uh, deleted quite a handful of contacts out of my cell phone. Uh, my cell phone feels lighter. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like you said, just a lot of people who are just, you're never going to speak to again. Uh, it just got to show them the door. Uh, just because you never want to give them a phone call accidentally under the influence and then somehow reconnect back with them that that just that can lead to bad things yes uh, yeah. so I made, I made quite a few cuts i probably made about uh 80 to 100 it was pretty Whoa. good out of your just phone even, yeah oh yeah i don't know uh, if i have 80 contacts in my phone right now i don't know, if I, do. I don't know right if I do either i lost i lost letters of people. <laughs> Less sections. <laughs> that is unbelievable to me. Wow. I lost, so now, now uh, I'm not going to drop any names. I only have one. So I know iPhone does it weird. Um, it blocks it. Or like, yeah, I know well, what you're saying. Well, Roots. I know sometimes like they start with the last name. Like first they section it that way or they do the first name first. Yeah. So I just have one T now. Uh, one P now. A lot of M's and a lot of J's were cut down. Uh, a lot of D's were cut down and a lot of... Ooh, C is probably my heaviest letter uh, uh, in my contacts. C and M. Um, uh, uh, Walsh, you're actually under Walsh Disney, so don't worry about the C. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but yeah, it, it felt really good. And uh, I highly recommend it to uh, uh, not just you two, uh, to everybody, to all our listeners, the entire senseless community, um, just because uh, we're all growing up. I'll, ba- I'll back that motion, but a question for you, because my name for Walsh in my phone is Walsh Disney, but is Walsh Disney one, how do you put it in? Is it one word or two words? Because I put it in so, two. So for both of you guys, I have <laughs> at Walsh Disney and at Still Smooth. Oh, <laughs> you have the at signs? Yeah. Yeah. So does it go into the symbol section in the iPhone, or where where does that go? Is that in a no, W? It's still an S, and it's still in W. Oh, wow. And then uh, right after Walsh Disney, I have two beers clicking and a four-leaf clover. For Kramer, I have a bowl of ramen and the Chinese flag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just characterized to a T. <laughs> a bowl of ramen? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> No stereotype in here. Uh, yeah. All right. That was fun. Good conversation, everybody. Should we move on? Let's do it. Absolutely. All right, let's hit trivia. Trivia! Trivia! Yeah. Trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? For trivia, um, you guys want to read last week or you want to read this week? I'll go ahead and read last week's. Okay, you hit last week's. All right. Last week's trivia question is brought to you by... O'Reilly's Auto Parts. 
Out of all 32 NFL teams, which letter starts off the most team names? What I was hoping happened here was that people would go try and get every team from memory, write it down, and figure it out. Could you name all 32 teams? Yes. I've seen you do it. Yeah, you could do it easily, I feel like, Bales. It would take me a long time. Mike went by division, I think it was. Yeah, I could do that, but it takes me forever to remember. I know I could not. I could think of cities and get a lot of them. I think I could probably get 25 to 28. What's that answer, Bales? Uh, The answer to last week's (laughs) trivia question that's brought to you by is the letter B. The letter of the Bells. Cool. As in? Bengals, Browns, um, Bears. Uh, Bills. Bills. That's all I can think of. Am I missing one? Um, I don't know. I think there's six. What? It, yeah, it's, it's the highest one. Whatever. Bucca- the- oh, Buccaneers? Yeah. And, uh, that's five. And, uh, yeah, that should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Really, yeah. This yeah. Uh, this week we have, in light of Deshaun Watson's 156 or 157, uh, passer rating last night on Thursday Night Football. He was amazing. Um, but this is what prompted this week's trivia question. This week, our trivia question goes like this. Who has the highest quarterback rating performance this season? Again, we're talking about QBR, passer rating, kind of the same thing. Um, but again, who has the highest quarterback rating performance this season in 2018 and we will tell you the answer next week yep that's next week what's next is the news i've just been handed an urgent news story and i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen this is the fucking news 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 we're news too only news told much later see the game last night which game any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Uh, for the news this week, we're going to stick with our 30 seconds, uh, and we're going to get straight into it. Smooth's going to keep the stopwatch for us. First story. Uh, turns out Hugh Jackson's not taking over the play calling, so those of you last week, he had kind of... Uh, mentioned, maybe inferred that he was going to take over the play calling, then he backed that shit off and said he's not going to. He probably lost the fight against uh, against our boy, and uh, sucks, sucks to suck, Hugh, just uh, keep being the spokesman. Yeah, Hugh Jackson, stop, just stop talking. You, Everyone knows Todd Haley is better than Hugh Jackson at the offensive thing. We saw his offense last season. It wasn't good. 30. All right. Derek Carr gets support after locker room split amid 
crying speculation. Derek Carr was uh, apparently seen cr- supposedly crying on the field, although he says he wasn't crying, and he said his trainer even sent him pictures of him making the same face while working out. So it's just like a workout face he makes, I guess. Uh, the workout face doesn't uh, exemplify, exempt, exempt you from wearing eyeliner. So whether you uh, were crying or wearing eyeliner, I don't know if I can fully get behind What do you Derek. mean he's wearing eyeliner? He's wearing, he wears eyeliner. I don't know if he does wear Bullshit. eyeliner. Bullshit. Fact. Fact. Bullshit. No way. We're going to have to check that. Somebody remember this and let's talk about this next week. Because that's got to be looked into. 30 seconds. <laughs> we got nowhere with that. But I don't know if I can ever get behind uh, a leader of a team if I saw them cry. It happens. But, again, it's a big boy sport. You got you to gotta no be a master. No way he was your, crying. You got to be a master of your own emotions. I hope he wasn't. You, that I hope guy he would broke his back and ankle last year and didn't cry either time. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just, But it was just this start. What, one in five? Is it? You, I, lo- you, I love the Raiders. What, yeah. I, I love know, the Raiders. Back, and I like Derek Carr. Yeah, everybody back off Derek Carr. But, I don't know. I can't get behind if that. He, if he were crying at still smooth, would you get rid of his jersey you have? No. No. Not at all. I still like him. It's just, I mean. Didn't he miss three weeks after breaking his back? Pretty sure. Okay. Maybe. This one's way this one's way better. This story is just this is the tops. Chad Kelly or Chad or Swag Kelly as people like to call him has been released from the Broncos after an incident for of first degree criminal trespassing. Can I can I lay this story down and describe yeah, it a little bit it. more? Yeah, yeah. And yes. you guys react to it. So it's at a uh, the Denver Broncos get invited over to Vaughn Miller's house for a Halloween party. Chad Swag Kelly gets absolutely obliterated, pissed drunk. <laughs> and so Von Miller has like like professional security at this party. And they're basically like, hey, I'm going to get you an Uber, but you can't stay here. You're just too, you're too belligerent. Yeah. So he gets pissed, takes off out of the house, ends up in his neighbor's house, and sits down on the couch next to this, next to his neighbor, like this female. Yeah. And then the husband comes down. From upstairs, because he's hearing, he hears his wife scream, and, and she was holding their kid. Yeah, and he has a vacuum and just begins hitting hitting Chad Kelly, and so then he goes back to the house, back to Von Miller's house after he gets kicked out of the neighbor's house, and the cops are there, so then he's arrested. So your reactions in thirty seconds, <laughs> go, dude. What the hell, Chad? Figure your shit out. How, how does that happen? How do you lose your mind so badly that you walk into somebody else's house, get beaten up with a vacuum, and then go try and go back to the party you got kicked out of and get arrested? I'm just glad I've never done that. Uh, straight up honesty, I am glad I've never been put in that situation. And I hope neither of you ever get put in that situation. Dude, there is a difference between partying and doing that. Last note, chances that he ends up on another NFL team. Will No, let's say yes or no. Will he end up on another NFL team, or is this it for Chad Kelly? If, um, any, if any Buffalo just because of his Uncle Jim. He ends up on another team. I think so, too, which is a shame. but Yeah. Speaking of ending up on different teams, Amari Cooper traded to the Cowboys for a first-round pick. 
I love it. Uh, Dallas needed to even out uh, their receivers with Cole Beasley, another talented receiver, but they needed to give him some help. If Dak truly is the man in Dallas and the man of the future, uh, you know, a first-round pick is well worth Amari Cooper. Alan Hearns hasn't done diddly dick since arriving in Dallas. Michael Gallup, the rookie. Uh, have you, You've seen spurts of him doing what he can do later in his career, uh, but I'm excited to see Cooper wearing, hopefully, 88, the new 88. 31 seconds. Okay, new 88. Um, and then just not being on a team. Le'Veon Bill, again, not reporting this week. I don't really give a shit. Um, I'm on the James Conner bandwagon, and uh, I think the entire city of Pittsburgh is, so we're going to keep it that way. I'm with James Conner as well. I don't really understand why this isn't getting talked about that much, though. This is the second time in a row that he has, it has been reported that he is coming back. Teammates have been counting on him coming back, and he doesn't show up. And people wonder why the offensive line doesn't like him. And I don't like people just assuming that they're going to be better once he comes back. The offensive line is used to blocking this new way for James Conner. 30 seconds. All right. This is a really good story uh, that I like in the, the NFL. We've talked, we've talked about it a little bit um, in a couple different weeks. But Everson Griffin, people don't know, he was having troubles with mental illness earlier in the season and went on kind of a – a tirade uh, in different areas. To say the least. And, yeah, to say the least. Ended up taking a month away from the team to kind of get himself right, figure out his own mental illness. Uh, and he has joined the team again. And he apologized to everybody affected and thanked people for trying to help him and the support they've given him. But we've talked about this and just like how cool it is that we're looking at mental illness in a different light and and tr- not treating NFL players like they have to be these gods or like these undef- unindomitable people, but like regular humans. Uh, yeah, no, mental illness is a serious thing. And I think, uh, you know, I respect anybody who, who uh, you know, comes out and, 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 and speaks about it because you need to talk about it. Um, like Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, yeah. it needs to be talked about and there's no way it's going to get better unless people know that you – you know, need assistance. Yeah, and little no, I thought it was cool. The Vikings have said like their main priority is not getting him to play against the Saints this Sunday, which is a huge game, but their priority is like getting him right and making him better. But pretty cool. Got anything else? Uh, no. Next. Cool. Let's talk about some Giants trades. Some Giant trades, huh? Ba ba ba. Ah, got him. Got him. Got him. They made two big trades, Snacks Harrison, the D-lineman, from the Giants to the Lions for a fifth-round pick. The other one, Eli Apple, the corner, from the Giants to the Saints. The Giants receive a fourth-rounder in 2019 and a seventh-round pick in 2020. Hopefully, Eli Apple takes care of business uh, in his new home in New Orleans. Uh, Sucks they got rid of Snacks, but uh, they do need uh, a presence going after... uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Kirk Cousins, and the newly uh, uh, very talented Mitchell Trubisky. This is going to be this is going to be interesting. I mean, the, the Giants aren't really getting that much back, so if they're trying to rebuild, uh, they're not getting much. Uh, I'm just going to round this section out with what I thought was the best meme 
the meme of the week. And the meme was, I think it was on the check down. It said, it was a picture of Odell's face and it said, uh, the Giants are trading Eli, dot, dot, dot. And Odell was all smiles. And then you scroll to the next picture and it says Apple. And then he has his head down frowning. I thought that was the funniest thing. Because that, that's really just, that, that's the whole issue. You're yeah. rebuilding because of Eli Manning. Um, but yeah, no, I like this trade. Got him. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Texans destroyed the Dolphins 42-23 in that game. Will Fuller, unfortunately, tore his ACL. And DeAndre Hopkins had a crazy catch called back for offensive pass interference. And after the game, he joked that somebody owed him an apology. That was that was better than the Odell catch, hands down. Better. And he has a history of OPI. Last year, he was said to have the best catch in the NFL, except that one was OPI. It just wasn't called. This guy does that all the time, although it was incredibly impressive. I think it's because he's a lot stronger than we all think. Uh, I think there's a couple receivers, uh, him and Michael Thomas, for example, uh, who don't get enough credit for their strength. But, yes, I did see the clip. Uh, of that catch while I was in 30. class. Okay. <laughs> for you. On to the NBA. Rondo versus CP3. People have had to heard of this by now, so what do you guys think? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, just a classless... Uh, event this early in the season going on by uh, uh, a world champion contender and a young and upcoming team. Rajon Rondo, uh, I don't believe he spit on Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul overreacted because he's a little baby back bitch. Uh, I've never been the biggest fan of CP3, uh, but I'll let you guys continue. Oh, wow. I took that 30 seconds, didn't I? <laughs> we'll move on. This one is uh, interesting, at least. Andre Drummond. So Andre Drummond got kicked out of the game for supposedly elbowing Embiid. And uh, he gets kicked out. Embiid flopped. The NBA, after the game, rescinded the technical on Andre Drummond and then sent a warning to Embiid about flopping. Uh, Rescinding the tech doesn't mean S, you know, like... When someone gets a technical, it changes the flow of the game, and it changes... They kicked him out of the game. Yeah, exactly. So rescinding the tech doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, you change the game for good. Yeah, uh, Embiid is getting a quick reputation of flopping, and you can't be a tough guy while being a flopper. All right. Next story. Rockets are looking to acquire Jimmy Butler and are willing to give up... To give up Four future first-round picks for the guy. Um, what? Will, will you just admit you're not beating the Warriors? Jimmy Butler's not going to get it done, so giving up four future first rounds, it's a little rough. You're going you're going to cripple your organization. Too much. I am honestly... I think it would be a bad move to go after Jimmy. Uh, I think... Houston should just wait, be patient. It's only five games in. See how this roster pans out at least till December. All right. Now, okay, let's get into the big stuff. It's October. October baseball. World Series. Now here's an update. 
The Red Sox, as of now, uh, lead two games to none over the Dodgers. Although Game 3 is happening right now in L.A. And uh, the Dodgers are up. So, what, do you, what have you guys thought about the World Series so far? Uh, I love Mookie Betts. I love the Boston Red Sox. Um, I've literally only watched... I've watched no baseball up until the postseason, and I've watched, I'd probably say, 90% of the games. I'm not even kidding you. I love postseason baseball. World Series baseball is awesome. And if it was uh, really anybody anybody else, it's only awesome for one reason. It's because of the Red Sox. Because the Red Sox play baseball the way it's meant to be played, the way people enjoy it being played. And nobody likes the way the Dodgers or the NL plays baseball. 2019, Diamondbacks and Six. Let's get it going. <laughs> All right. 2018, go Sox. Here's, you said you like Mookie Betts. Love him. You're going to love him even more after this story. So apparently, Mookie Betts and his cousin, after the Game 2 win, about 1 a.m. after they won, went up two games to none in Boston, Mookie Betts and his cousin go out to the Boston Library and they feed uh, food to the homeless people. That's how he spent the night of his game to win. Uh, I know I mentioned you this before, but the MLB is doing a huge, huge disservice to themselves when they have a star on their hands, a face of the league, and they aren't publicizing this guy more. He is a star. People like him. He's a fun guy and a good guy. How often do you get a talented athlete who also has his head on straight? Not very often. MLB, get your stuff together and get this guy in on some commercials. Yeah, this guy should be all over the place. On it, obviously a really good dude. I mean, this makes me like him so so much more. I didn't know that much about him, but uh, this is so this is this is awesome. Just get him out there and go Sox. Yeah. Go Sox. Okay. Um, that was 30 seconds, like 20 seconds. <laughs> Are you timing it? Uh, no. Okay. Here's, here's a little debate I was having with, with my father when we were watching game two. How much, of a, ev, excuse, how much of an advantage is having home field? And is it big enough? So pretty much, like I don't think having home field, just the one extra game at home, is a big enough advantage. I think it's a bigger advantage to have three games in a row at home for the Dodgers. And he was saying that he didn't agree with that. What's your guys' thoughts? I think the three games in the middle is a huge advantage, and I never understood why it wasn't broken up more. Um, you know, a 2 one, 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 or something like that. I think it should be five games to two. And that's fine. I, I, I agree uh, with that. Honestly, I kind of, I mean, I know travel-wise it would be, it'd be stupid, but it'd be cool if it were 2-2-1-1-1, kind of like the NBA Finals, um, just to give that leeway for all those, for all those cities and go back and forth like that. Definitely, I agree. Yeah. Just break that down. Yes or no, is home, right now how it is, home field advantage, is it big enough or no? No. Nah. Okay. So I would. <laughs> College football. Just a couple here. Notre Dame and Navy are going to play in Ireland, in Dublin, in 20, 
20. I just I think that's a, super cool. And I was even thinking, like, that is a game. If I needed to do two things in college football in my life, see a game at Notre Dame, definitely see Notre Dame play in Ireland. Ooh. Uh, two things. I'm going to be joining you. And I'm just curious <laughs> to see where, they, where they're going to play. I'm not sure. Yeah, where are they going to play out on, like, a backfield behind? Uh... Oh, it's a big stadium in, in Dublin. The Guinness Factory. Oh, God. That'd be dope. Can That'd you even imagine drink in Ireland, watching Notre Dame play football, drinking a Guinness? I could absolutely die after that. Yeah, here, if you guys didn't see the Michigan Michigan State-Michigan game, uh, like before the game, there was a big scuffle or whatever. Michigan State was fined 10000 by the Big Ten for that scuffle with Michigan. Harbaugh, D'Antonio, and the linebacker Devin Bush were all reprimanded uh, for Michigan State, like linking the arms and doing their walk across and hitting some Michigan players. I think the the fines deserved. Um, I mean, you just can't do that. You can't can't mess with other people. You can't touch yeah. other players pre-game. Yeah, that's a that's a Miami Hurricanes move, but uh, I don't Ooh. think those. To worry about it, uh, I think the school's going to pay for it, pick up the tab. So I don't think uh, this is as big a deal as we think. Well, yeah, I, but it, it's just this is the worst part of football. One of the coaches need to take control. Ooh, twenty nine. <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> uh, one college basketball story because that's starting pretty soon. Uh, you guys remember the whole paying players scandal last year? Well. Former Adidas executive James Gatto uh, was among some found guilty just a couple days ago of paying those recruits. So James Gatto, a former Adidas employee, Merle Code, a former Adidas consultant, and Christian Dawkins, a former runner for an NBA agent, were all convicted of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud, which could land them two to four years in federal prison. They were also... Uh, this was coming from, they were paid money. Apparently, this is what they were trying to do. They were trying to get schools, uh, or paid money to Adidas, uh, from, a, sorry, they paid money from Adidas to players' families so players would sign with Adidas-sponsored colleges, and then when they went pro, sign with the Adidas Shoe Company and financial planners and agents that the company wanted them to sign uh, just because these things came down, these rulings came down, doesn't mean too much. I, I, it's still going to happen. When the stakes are this high, you're talking multi-millions. When the stakes are this high and there's money to be made, corruption is, is inevitable. It's not going to stop the pay-to-play situation. Bales? No, I'm good. All right. Then that's the news. Thank you for joining us this week. This has been the 640 o'clock news. I'm Stay Matt tuned. Stay tuned for traffic. <laughs> Stay tuned for recess. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter.
right, here's recess. And this week, we, we teased it a little bit last week. We have a brand new game for you. We call it List Off. Five, four, three, two, one. List Off, uh, kind of like Blast Off, you know? But it, we're making lists. So really, this is, this is what's going to happen. We've got a certain category... And two of the hosts, your favorite hosts, are going to list off. And really, you just have to get the most right. You get two strikes. So if you get somebody who's not on the list, that's a strike. You get two strikes. Two strikes, you're gone. And the other person just has to get more right than the other. Okay? Four strikes, you're out. Four strikes. No, two strikes. Danny Cobb, six fouls in a JV game. <laughs> Jesus, just calling people out. <laughs> that is classic JV basketball. Kind of... <laughs> Whatever. Here we go. Here we go. Hopefully he's a listener of the Bold Nonsense podcast. Six pounds JV game. You can, you can tell your grandkids about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This week's list. Such a non-factor. He was allowed six pounds. <laughs> Sorry, go for it. <laughs> this, week's, this week's list is going to be played by Still Smooth, St. Bales. Since I made the list, it would be pretty unfair if I, uh, if I played in it. The list is NBA number one picks since 1990. So all you have to do is throw out the players who were drafted number one, and you get two strikes. Got it. Okay, Wait, so want- are we going... Smooth, you go first since I feel like, yes, you go back and forth. Uh, Bales, you're very good at this kind of stuff. I know. Uh, So you have a decided advantage, so I'm going to let Smooth go first. Uh, Tim Duncan. Okay. Tim Duncan. All right, Bales? Kenyon Martin. Smooth. Uh, DeAndre Aiden. (laughs) There we go. Oh, we're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kwame Brown. Uh Uh-huh. Don't wait for me. You just go. Oh, LeBron James. <laughs> okay. Andrew Bogut. Oh, you're so screwed. I'm so effed. That's a good one. You got it. Bogut. Anthony Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Derek Rose. Yes, sir. Got it. Ben Simmons. I hate Mike's almost showing off with his he's trying to get the ones that nobody knows because I know he can name all the recent ones too he's just going (laughs) as far back as he can this is so messed up you gotta save some for when you run out of the obvious ones um alright here we go Anthony Davis okay got it got it Mark Huffoltz okay Back to you, Bales. Since 1990? Since 1990. I went, like, just before we were born. Um, God dang it. Damn, this is hard. <laughs> this, 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 this I is hope hard. you're playing along. This is really hard. I hope you're playing along. It's always easier if you're not having to do it on the spot. Yeah. We, like, so if you're... Three, if, if when you're listening to somebody trying to do this, it's so much easier. Yeah. All right, Bales, we need one. 
No, I know it's five, tough. Five, no, four, no. Three, two. Cap, cap. Okay. Um, damn, shot in the dark. Um, um, oh, shot in the dark. Oh, damn, who are they just doing it on? Uh, uh, they just wrote a Players Tribune article. Who is Quentin Richardson's like real good friend? He must have a lot of friends, man. Ah, uh, five. I'm gonna take a strike. Four, three, uh, and two. Yeah. Throw out a name, dude. Uh, one. Okay, let me get a name. Mark Stoudemire. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, strike one. He's got one uh, more strike. I- this is an obvious one. I don't know why I didn't say this first. Greg Oden. Oh! Greg Oden. Nice. Is taken. Smooth. Oh! Can I get a school? You guys are still making some, missing give me, some Give me a school. Ones. Give me a school. Just think of a conference that's really good at basketball. That's what I'm doing, man. Uh... Uh, damn. I don't, he didn't go one. But I'm, I'm thinking Jabari. Is that two strikes? That is. Yeah, yeah. that's two strikes. All right, Bales, if you can get one more, even though you don't have to, then you Wait, so I stopped, I, oh yeah, no, he doesn't have any strikes. Because, yeah, you got one more strike. Wait, does Bales have any strikes? No. This is a show off. Right here, if you can get one more. I'm ending our FaceTime All if right. you get one. All right. Uh, I have one, and you got your <laughs> – I don't know if you're going to be embarrassed or if you're going to be proud of me that I remember this. Uh, the Raptors drafted are Andrea Bargnani. Yes. They, <laughs> they, can, do you know the year? Oh, five? Oh, so close. It was oh, six. Oh my Damn gosh! It. Here's one that you should be embarrassed. You did not. No, I, as soon as okay. as soon as God darn it! All right, here are the ones you guys didn't get. 2014 is the first year you didn't get with Andrew Wiggins. Oh. Uh, 2011 Kyrie Irving. This is the one you should be embarrassed <clears throat> should about, Kentucky guy. Yeah. 2010 John Wall. Yeah. Tw- 2009 Blake Griffin. Oh. Uh, you got Barnani. 2000. Oh. T- 2004 Dwight Howard. 2002, oh. Yao Ming. I should have got that. Oh. 1999, Elton Brand. 98, Michael Olowokandi. Oh, 96, man. Allen Iverson. 95, Joe Smith. 94, Glenn Robinson. 93, Chris Weber. 92 is Shaq. 91, Larry Johnson. And 1990, Derek Coleman. I never would have guessed the 90 and 91 ones. No, you, I, I didn't think those ones would be hard, but the rest of them. I should have got Shaq, I should have got Yao, and I should have got, uh, got John Wall. You should have gotten John Wall. Well, I was trying what? to get you to, you went Duke, but then didn't go Kyrie. I know. The I know. Dwight Howard one pisses me off a little bit. Yeah. All right. Dope. That, hey, that was dope. 
I was. I hope. I hope some listeners are playing along because I think. Uh, I think that was a good game. Yeah, that's the perfect game for listeners because when you're listening, it's like, how are they not getting this yeah. guy or this guy or this guy? But when you're put under the pressure of it, yeah, it's it's hard. like it's so liking. much harder. Okay, you're. Who was I thinking of? Oh, it was Darius Miles. That's who I was thinking of. Darius Miles? For some reason, I just had Darius Miles in my head. Victory beer. Nah. <laughs> this is so meant for him. Yeah, this yeah. is a game perfectly suited for him. I did Bill not stand a chance in that. In the encyclopedia that, that is the world's smartest idiot. Let's move it's on, like though. It's Schwab. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Schwab. <laughs> Less. <laughs> Love it. Nerd Corner. Let's go to Nerd Corner. Yeah, it's a bunch of nerds interrupting people who know what they're doing. Nerd Alert! The game that was picked this week by you, the senseless, is uh, the Packers and the Rams game. This won by a significant amount, almost uh, like 10 votes. Packers, Rams, let's deep dive into this. Let's get going. Anybody got one stat that they want to throw out just like right off the bat? The Rams yeah. are six and L. <laughs> well, no shit. Uh, <laughs> let me just throw this out there. Um, yeah, seven and L. They're seven and L. <laughs> I was pretty sure you were wrong there. The one thing that Green Bay has locked in the bag is their passing offense. The one thing that they need to work on to establish, hopefully, a win is their run game. They're twenty fourth in the NFL. Uh, in rushing offense. But the thing is, is they have three running backs they can go to. Um, and statistically this year, it's been kind of piss poor uh, and and not a joy to see. Right now, Jamal Williams, who's technically considered uh, their power back, uh, is listed as their number one on the depth chart this week. Uh, number two is Ty Montgomery, which I'm thinking, wait, really? Are wow. you are you kidding me? Um, he's more of their third down guy, the guy that, that can go in the slot and make some magic out there, uh, especially when they're uh, down with the injuries. Number three, Aaron Jones, who I thought was their starting running back, uh, is is third on the depth chart this week. Uh, and for some reason, I feel like he's their big burst back, their big agility guy uh, that can get out in the open field and uh, – basically biscuit his way to the end zone. Um, honest to God, mix all three of these against that entire Rams defense, which obviously is the best since the 85 Bears. Um, but honest to God, uh, these three haven't proven themselves enough uh, uh, this season. Um just with receptions and with touches uh, and, and just production. Aaron Jones, uh, yards per carry, I believe, is like about 5.1. Uh, and he's now their number three back. I don't understand. Uh, so I guess we're going to have to wait and see how this run game goes on Sunday for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, sticking with the run game, uh, that's both teams' weaknesses. You talked about it defensively for the Rams. They allow the six most six most – Yards per rush at 4.7 yards a rush uh, to other teams. And the Packers second to last in NFL in the NFL in rush attempts 
132 rush attempts on the season. So that's going to be a very big matchup. It's who can stop the run and or could the Packers get the run game going. <laughs> uh, I want to go, my next stat that I want to go to is one that, uh, I, I'll be honest, I made up. And it's points, uh, points margin for error, or PME. Please, do I, tell. I, I totally made this up. And really, all that it is is um, is the if you take like the Packers, so if you take points a game, and then the points a game allowed, and you so if you take the the margin between those, that's PME. So the PME for the the Packers, they score 20, 24.7 points a game, and they allow uh, twenty four point seven points or game. Uh, excuse me, they allow twenty four points a game. That is a Margin of error of just 0.7 points. Very small. Their games have been close. That's why they end up, I think, at like, what, 4-2-1. While the Rams score 33.6 a game and allow 18.3 a game, that gives them a margin of error of 15.3. Over two touchdown margin of error. So they could not play their best and still maybe come away with the win, huh? You never know. You never know. We need, you need to clip this portion of our podcast submit that to the nfl network and i think that's your resume right there you just created a new stat that was actually it made sense statistician it right it made sense <laughs> a new way to look at the nfl i'm proud yeah. of you Thank um you. my personal assistant just came to our desk and handed me my papers that <laughs> i had uh that i had lost you had a runner so I, I had a runner so thank you shannon for bringing me my papers um one thing that I'd like to bring up, uh, the Rams top 10 in sacks this year, and they are going to give Aaron Rodgers a fit, a fit. Um, top 10 in sacks, tied for ninth, uh, ninth at 19 overall. Um, I believe uh, I believe the Ravens might be... Why yeah, are they one? Ravens are number one. Um, uh, and the Packers are top 10 in pass attempts, tied at nine. Uh, for 162 dropbacks, those two just match up so well um, in, in the sense that Aaron will be dropping back on the majority of his snaps, being put under pressure. I want to see how this Rams uh, defense attacks uh, Green Bay. I think Green Bay is in for a long night. Woo! <laughs> Bales, what you got next? You want me to go? Or you want to go? I got nothing else on that uh, nerd corner. Okay, um, I want to go. I want to talk about play totals, and the reason I want to talk, I got two more. So I want to talk about play totals because um, the game. I think the game is going to be slower than people think. I think people think like these guys are just like full pedal to the metal. They're going to run a bunch of plays, but if you look at the the play totals, the Packers they have run a total of. 415 plays. That's 20th in the NFL. The plays run against them. 357. That's the least. So they have had the least amount of plays run against them, and they've run the 20th amount. Not that many. Their time of possession on the season is 4th in the NFL at 32 uh, and just under and a half, so 32-28. While the, if you look at the Rams side, they're 8th in the NFL in time of possession at 31-44. They've ran the 10th most plays at 450 and had the 9th least amount of plays ran on them at 403. So all of that says is like, one, the Packers and the Rams 
eat, both of them don't have very many plays run on them. They keep the ball for a long time. And while the Rams run a bunch of plays, the Packers don't. So it could be slower than people think. One other uh, snippet that I like to point out is the red zone efficiency for and against both uh, franchises. Uh, the Packers red zone uh, percentage allowed. Um, red zone points allowed <clears throat> coming in uh, uh, in the top 10 at 64.7%. Um, they are scored on 64.7% of the time in their red zone. They give up points. Uh, the Rams at 55.6%. Uh, um, and they're pretty even on the offensive side. In their opponent's red zone, um, the Rams have found their opponent's red zone 37 times. And on 50. 6.8% of those um, tries, they have found the end zone. Or put it through the uprights. Uh, and the Packers, on the other hand, uh, in the red zone, 22 times this season, are a f- even keeled 50%. So um, what I'm taking from these numbers, again, thank you, Shannon, uh, <laughs> is uh, um, the Packers, Every you're, uh, both the Rams and the Packers, score about, 50, let's call it 50% of the time in the red zone, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, a Todd Gurley touchdown. Um, but uh, the Packers' red zone defense is just is significantly worse than the Rams, and that's something to look for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, one, more, one more quick thing. Gotcha. Uh, only through six weeks, uh, the Green Bay Packers only have 198 yards rushing on the road. Uh, now my statistics that I brought up earlier, I'm feeling a little uh, sicker about. So uh, I'm just throwing that out there. It's going to be a rough week. It's going to uh, be rough. Yeah, I don't know. We'll pick this game later. I'm not really sure how close you guys think this is, but I do have a stat here that talks about uh, the score scores allowed. And I think it what it means is it could end up being closer than people might think. Uh, so the stat I have here is the percent of offensive drives ending in offensive scores. So uh, this is the amount of times, the side that I looked at it on was the amount of times you allow an offensive score by percentage, pretty much. Uh, the Packers, they allow a score on 33.8% of the drives against them. That is 10th in the NFL. The Rams allow an offensive score of the time uh, that they're on defense. That's ninth in the NFL. So ninth and tenth. These two defenses, while the Green Bay Packers are kind of maligned, they're not playing as poorly as we think. Game could be close. Um, I just wished, wish, that our... Math teachers could see us now. We're stat guys. <laughs> yeah, we're, look at stat, us. we're stat guys. We're a bunch of nerds. Eat that, Brunez. <laughs> you know what I want to know, though? What's Shannon's last name? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Only the assistant. You're just very... Only oh, my assistant. What a terrible well, boss. Also, also, <laughs> is this at Still Smooth's assistant or the entire Bold Nonsense assistant? Uh... Bold nonsense assistant, but we just don't have the funding to send her down there. To yeah, Gilbert. she can't. She can't be flying to Gilbert every day. We need her here in well, the office. Hold on. Second question: Is she single? I'll I'll give you the Instagram handle. 
No, I, I, I don't want to give it to Atwood. Oh, Atwood, for, for all getting, I know, during our breaks, weird. they're just chatting it up. This is getting, this is getting. We spent uh, a lot of time in the conference. Getting room. way too close to fake girlfriends <laughs> and shit. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Can we please move on and go to one thing and a winner? I only got one thing to say to you. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. We always start with last week's results. Week seven, another win for your guy at Walsh Disney. Yep, screw you and screw you and Gilbert. I went nine and four while you, you Jamooks, went eight and five. I love Jamooks. Shut the hell up. <laughs> it's another win. I can't wait to do the overall results next week. It's going to be <laughs> freaking amazing. Great. Uh, and I will totally admit, uh, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but this has almost become like. More, I almost pay attention to this more than I do fantasy football. Oh, definitely not for me, but this is interesting. Like, this is interesting to me. Yeah. Just our our picks. It's like friendly competition between the the Bold Nonsense hosts. Um, I don't know if Bales is more upset that he's, that he's, he didn't win last week or that he's tied with me. (laughs) (laughs) Answer? Wait, what are you talking about win last week? You like, didn't win like, last week. Like Walsh won overall nine and four. Does that upset you more, or that you're tied with me? <laughs> uh, no, that that doesn't. I no, I'm not worried about that at all. Uh, I thought you were talking fantasy football because I we'll get into that later. <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk. But this for this week, let's go one thing in a winner. Go through them as quick as we can. Game one, Eagles three and four at Jags. Three and four. Well, at Jags, but this game's in London. And this is a desperation game for the Eagles. That's why I'm going to take them. Give me the dog masks. Uh, The Jacksonville Jaguars own uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, Ever since they were sucking in the United States and started playing games over in London. Uh, I don't care about all that Blake Bortles bullshit. He's going to go out there and uh, play like it's a home game. It's going to be great. Ravens four and three at Panthers four and two. All of us take the Ravens. Is it because of their defense? It is for me. It's because I don't believe in Cam Newton. Whoa! Got him. Uh, Shots. Shots fired. Shots fired. The Ravens are officially my honorary favorite team. I love the Ravens. Yeah. What is this uh, honorary favorite team? Yeah. You have three teams now. It goes. It goes Oakland, and then it goes Baltimore. What, what happened to Seattle? Man, pour the pour pour the gas and light the match. God, that it must be <laughs> nice choosing your favorite team every year. That's the beauty of it. You get to choose your team. Yeah. Oh, who is it now? The Red Sox because the Royals aren't in it. I told you, I'm a Red Sox fan now. God, <laughs> no, I can't do this. I'm a Royals fan. Yeah, right. I'm a Mookie since, Betts fan. Since when? When was their World Series? Can I be a fan of greatness? I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know that was was not allowed. God, that's what fandom's all about. <laughs> Aubrey Graham over here. Yeah. <laughs> Champagne Poppy. <laughs> 
Next game, Broncos three and four at Chiefs six and one. We all took the Chiefs. Next. Yeah, next that real quick. Browns two four and one at Steelers three two and one. I took the Steelers because they're they're getting it rolling. James Conner. Coming off a of bye week, uh, yeah, Steelers, like you just said, Le'Veon Bell was supposed to be back this week, but uh, there's a little more fire in the tank for James Conner to go off against a division rival. Where I think you guys might downplay uh, the frustration that the uh, Pittsburgh uh, organization is experiencing, being told time and time again of a timeline for Lev's return. I think that plays bigger than what you guys think. Give me the Browns. Najoku with a touchdown this weekend. <laughs> okay. Woo! Seahawks, Seahawks, <laughs> three and three at the Lions, three and three. This one was tough for me, but I think the Lions with uh, that addition of Snacks Harrison in the middle, their run defense was what was struggling. The Seahawks are trying to lean more on the run. I think the Lions defense answers that bell, and they end up winning it. I like Snacks. Snacks. Um, give me the Lions. Okay. Uh, this one's for Paul Allen, uh, even though Ooh. it's not at home. Uh, this one's for Paul on the road. Uh, I'm going 23-10 Seahawks. Ah. Woo. Bucks three and three at Bengals four and three. The Bengals are no joke. They have lost to very good teams so far this season. That's why I'm taking them. Tyler Boyd will find the end zone multiple times. A.J. Green plays a lesser role this week. Give me the Bengals. I'm taking the Buccaneers just because I hope Jameis Winston gets food poisoning, just like I hope you two get it as well. (laughs) uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Mr. Gilbert, Arizona, gets it done this weekend. uh, (laughs) The mayor of Gilbert. Gets it done. The mayor of Gilbert. Okay. Um, Yuck. <laughs> Mike is banking on food poisoning to get himself a win. The Jets, 3-4. Three and four. At the Bears, 3-3. Three and three. We're all taking the Bears. Their records are closer. Why are you guys taking the Bears? Real quickly. I believe in Mitch. Jeez. I, I really like the Bears offense from top to bottom. I like... Uh, the big power back they have, Jordan Howard, but then I also like uh, the little guy, Tarek. Tarek Cohen. Tarek. Tarek. <laughs> Old Tarek. <laughs> um, I, I think Tarek is phenomenal. And uh, just a note for the Bold Nonsense Fantasy League, I'm going double Bears running backs as my starting running backs this week. All right, so whoever's playing you gets a win. I'm I playing be- you. Oh, jeez. Oh, sweet. No, that's good for me. <laughs> and I'm coming off a win, so blow it out your ass. <laughs> I believe in their defense. That's why they win. The Redskins, 4-2 and two at Giants, 1-6. Good governor. Bales, tell us why you're taking the Giants. Uh, I'm taking the Giants just because they need to find that momentum. and uh, They need to, or re- will they? For some reason, I feel like at home against a division rival, uh, I, I mean, I know... They're, they've been the laughing stock, but I feel like this is their weekend. Yeah. Uh, no, they've thought that uh, the past <laughs> seven weeks. Yeah. Hasn't been their weekend in a while. Thanks, guys. You got it. <laughs> Colts 2-5 and five at Raiders 1-5. and five. We all take the Colts. Luck over Gruden. 
Moving on. Moving on. 49ers, 1-6 at Cardinals, 1-6. Toilet Bowl. Smooth, tell us why you take the Cardinals. So I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting patiently for David Johnson to have some sort of eye-opening game. I'm waiting, and it it's might not, be. It's not going to be this one. It might be till next year, but hey, you got to roll the dice. You're going to die on that hill. That this, hill. This game is going to separate me from Bales in the tie next week. Oh, bull, bullshit! <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I'm going to be in attendance for this toilet bowl action. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not looking forward to it, but it's a present for uh, the guru himself. Hey, when you uh, get in a fight in the stands, make sure you take a video of it posted to Bold Nonsense. You, uh... I hope I don't get in a fight, but I hope I'm around a fight. So someone, like, swings a punch, and hopefully I can just, like, flop in the video and get on. <laughs> <He> just... <laughs> oh, I would totally flop and, like... Yeah. I, I would fall and, like, purposely hurt myself. Uh, just for uh, some, you know, financial little, purposes. A little extra payday, you know. What yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we'll look forward for it. Slow, We're crossing, yeah. keeping our fingers crossed for you. Slow yeah, your roll, yeah. Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> Packers three, two, and one at Rams seven and zero. Oh. We all take the Rams. This Next. is our nerd corner game. Next. What do you think it is? Give us a score for the nerd corner game. Forty-five uh, six. Forty-five to six. No, just kidding. Uh, Geronimo Allison's back. Uh, Jimmy Graham hopefully gets some magic going. I'm going to say 33-23 Rams. All right. I'm going 31-21. 35-24 Rams. All right. Saints 5-1 at Vikings for 2-1. This is a huge game uh, since I am the only one taking the Viking. Oh, I don't love that. Damn. Okay. Well, can't change it now, yeah. pussy. Can't, can't change it now. I am the only one taking the Vikings. Um, I just—they're rolling and they need it a little bit more than the Saints do. Don't feel great about it, but hey, I'm taking it. I'm doing it. You guys have any reason you're taking the Saints? Shake my head. Uh, yeah, because of their offense. Period. <laughs> okay, <laughs> makes sense. All right, should we just move on, Bills? Yeah, go go right the ahead. Um, Pats five and two at Bills two and five. Bales, why you like the Pats? Um, I don't believe in Derek Anderson as a quarterback, Mister Scapoos. Um, honest to God, why is this game being televised? Um, I just feel bad for the folks in Buffalo because this is going to be a slaughter fest. This is Monday night. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Water I was gonna pack. if if um if Allen had been playing, I was gonna take the Bills. No, God no. Shocker. Gross. No. Okay, but we're all taking the Pats. Gross. For obvious reasons. Yes, sir. All right, that's one thing in a winner. Let's go right on to the the money segment. The the Johnny the Johnny Cash Johnny uh, Manzel dollar bills the thing PTO's picks. La, 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 wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? 
gambling. Who say anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Money. I'd be rich. Usually you pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. Thank you for that <laughs> intro uh, at Walsh Disney. How good was that? That was uh, articulated like I've never heard an articulation before. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening this far into our podcast. Uh, this is PTO's Picks, where I make the picks, and yes, you make the money. Uh, to recap, I think we're going to start recapping my pick each week. Um, just to prove the magic that is coming through is your the yeah, mic, the, is your brain. Yeah, and I'm sharing with you. Last week, I took the Colts a negative seven and a half over Buffalo. They covered the Colts win thirty seven to five. You're welcome. This week, I'm taking it to the amateurs. I'm going to college football. This week, the University of Oregon takes on the University of Arizona at the zoo in. Tucson, Arizona. Mike, I know you're not in Tucson, but what is Arizona like right now? It's hot. What what's it like? Uh, purpose. Uh, honestly, I've never been to Tucson before, but I heard it's uh, a real shitbag city. Uh, so... Honest to God. <laughs> honest to God, I heard it's absolutely <laughs> terrible place to go. Even more. <laughs> This feeds this feeds this feeds into my this feeds into my pick. Thank you for that insider information to back me up on this. The city of Tucson will be at the zoo for this game. Right now, the line is sitting at nine and a half. Uh, Oregon nine and a half again, meaning Oregon must win by ten points or more to cover the spread. Um, Arizona is uh, looking to end their two-game losing streak. Especially after a heartbreak loss, 31-30 to UCLA. Um, looking into Oregon's matchup with Arizona last year, uh, Oregon won uh, with a stifling 48-28. to But you got to remember, you have to remember, it was a tight-knit game uh, well into the fourth quarter. Uh, I think the, at one point it was 35-28. Um, so it was a lot closer of a game than what the final score had predicted. Um, I, I'm, I'm taking Arizona plus nine and a half. Arizona will lose this game. However, the smart money again is on Arizona to cover the spread. Again, if you want to make some money with me and the bold nonsense boys, you will take Arizona plus nine and a half. That's my PTO pick. Lock it in. Put it on the board. We need a parlay. We need like a big vault. Smooth, thank you for your financial advisement. Uh, it is much appreciated. The senseless, go make your bets. Next week, you can look forward to another nerd corner. Make sure you go vote. That come the poll comes up on Monday. Vote for one of the teams. You can also find the poll on Twitter. Um, you oh overall one thing and a winner update. So that's the whole thing um, for through what week eight. You'll get that, you'll get another game, you'll get news, you'll get everything. The normal stuff from us. You can always find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense. Wait, did I say that right? Twitter, bold underscore nonsense. There it is. On Instagram, bold dot nonsense. You can email us. 
Would you like to say where they can email us since you love it so much? Uh, bold Nonsense Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, that's so smooth. It's Bold Nonsense Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget that. I'll try not to. Thank you. Okay. Right. Uh, he, he will never forget again. You can expect the show Saturdays, hopefully before noon, so we can be your weekend listen, your Saturday side piece, if you will. You can find it on SoundCloud, where we have a, a great number of listeners and appreciate everybody on there. You can it's find basically us- for all those clowns who don't have an iPhone who aren't real human beings. You are real human beings, and we appreciate all the human beings that listen to us on there. You get a great number of our listens on SoundCloud. Uh, you can also find us on the iTunes podcast app where we would like you to search Bold Nonsense. Just Bold Nonsense, not Bold Nonsense Podcast, uh, because we are Bold Nonsense the Podcast. You can sub- search for that, subscribe to it, rate, ask us questions in your reviews, uh, and we will get back to you. Thank you for that. The Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League. I sent it to the commissioner in Gilbert, Arizona at St. Bales. All right. Well, I'm just going to start off by saying this. Um, I came off a big win last week, not just in fantasy football for this league. I went 3-0 and in all three of my leagues. Yeah, boy. I got a lot of momentum going. Had a lot of uh, bye weeks, did you? But in eighth place, yes. I, uh, I'm telling you right now, Bold Nonsense Podcast, uh, my, my team – my entire bench is unavailable. Uh, Philip Rivers, bye. Austin Eckler, bye. My three Falcons, Tevin Coleman, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, all on a bye. Kenny Stills, hurt. Derrick Henry, bye. Leonard Fournette, out. Uh, Derwin James is also on a bye, so I have to result to a piss-poor heavy artillery flex positions. Nick Chubb, Taylor Gabriel, and Geronimo Allison. Uh, am I happy about that? No, but I did a little research, and uh, neither of you two are having a good uh, flex artillery as well. Uh, Lamar Miller, that's probably your best one out Walsh Disney. Yeah, it's at 22. Alex Collins and Kenny Galladay. Okay, I do like Kenny Galladay, but I still hate your team. Uh, is better P- than yours? Everyone's no, is better than yours. <laughs> Sonny Michelle, who's doubtful, so good luck with that. And uh, Keelan Cole. Um, so, yeah, uh, that looks like a hell of a. Wow, hey, excuse me. Uh, at Still Smooth, you have four defensive players. What's, what's going on here? Dude, I think, you should, GM. I think you should take some advice, last place. Ooh. Oof. Do you guys, hey, I'm playing at Walsh Disney this week. Do you guys have any idea who my two starting quarterbacks are this week? No. No. Baker Mayfield and C.J. Beathard. Moving Gross. on. That's about it, guys. Hey, that was at St. Bale's Fantasy Update, and it was amazing. We loved it. Give me a Real quick, what I don't got? understand this. We got two six and one teams, four three and four teams, and two two and five teams. Shout out to the bold nonsense. That's listeners. competition. <clears throat> yeah, for stepping up and just having huge, huge, huge wheeling and thielin. Uh, league needs punters. Is that what it is? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Winstanity himself. Uh, Putton for Putton for Bogey was in the dirt at the beginning. He's of, fighting his way back. It was in the dirt, and he's now sitting in third place. This league is so much fun, so many points. Hey, if you want to be in the league next year, you have five spots. Let us know. Get at us early, and you can win your way into our league where you get to talk as much shit as you want with the three of us. Cool? Yes, I know I am. Hey, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's go. Let's get out of here. Oh, we're leaving. Uh, All right, I'm at St. Bales. Cheers. Love y'all. This has been episode 37. Thank you from Still Smooth. Much love. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This has been episode 37 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Make sure you stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.